Hello, welcome to OKC Span Podcast Edition. This is your old friend Marty. I uh, right now we're standing on a corner at Hudson and Fifth, Northwest Fifth. It's uh, at the Transit Center, and we are going to go on a long ride on the new bus rapid transit bus we're gonna go to uh the terminus of the of the bus i'm actually gonna come back too but i'm not gonna make you sit through that um i just put on my mask and as i sit here there's a neighbor of mine at the uh at the stop hi beverly how are you hi april how are you yeah i'm recording uh recording a, a podcast right now but uh <laughs> hey april okay i had to say hello to a couple of friends and now i'm gonna step on the bus yeah uh the bus is not charging a fare this this first month so we just stepped on uh the brt i'm gonna walk toward the back of the bus uh, it is very nice I don't know if you've ever ridden the bus in Oklahoma City if you haven't uh, well I think you should <laughs> as much as possible I think people should use public transit um, something that's really interesting about this new bus is that it's super obviously it's super clean and nice and new but also, the, the seats are incredibly comfortable. Incredibly comfortable. And they, uh, they recline. <laughs> Matter of fact, the one that I sat in was already reclined. They also have, um, there's an armrest if you're, well, it might be on, yeah, it's on both sides. There's an armrest. And that's where the button to recline the seat is. It's really, uh, it's really comfortable. Uh, this is made for a, it's made for a longer commute than people usually take on the bus. Not that it's made for a, a longer route, uh, but rather just a longer. Uh, whole trip than usual what what the hope is is that not only people who are already using the bus frequently uh, will ride this bus but also people who typically haven't been uh, taking advantage of our public transit system um, we're hoping that more people will ride um, and that includes commuters in sort of uh, what I consider the hinterlands. Uh, <laughs> this trip on the bus is going to be farther than I ever really go in the city. Um, certainly farther north and west than I ever really go. Um, the route will take us from the transit center up Hudson to 10th. And at 10th, 
uh, we will turn west toward Classen. And uh, on class, and we'll go north to Northwest Expressway and then take Northwest Expressway all the way to, I believe, to Meridian. But you're coming along on this ride, so, so we'll, we'll find out together uh, what some of the stops are that we'll pass. Uh, we're currently sitting at the Transit Center uh, awaiting departure. Um, this is the second, or sorry, that's not the second, the third day of service on this, uh, on this new route, this rapid route. Uh, and so I've taken it already on Sunday uh, to just the 23rd uh, Street in Classen, and it was very fast. So uh, I'm going to pause this recording for now so that you don't have to sit here and listen to me fill time for once. Uh, be back in a moment. No ad. No ad. <laughs> it will be as though I never disappeared for you, listener. Okay, the uh, bus is pulling out of the uh, terminal right now. Um, while I had the uh, recording paused, I uh, met a young fellow who needs to get to a building that's at 60th in class, and so this bus doesn't quite go that far, but uh, I'm going to let him know when to get off of the bus, because he needs to get an ID. So currently there are, let's say, one, two, three, four, five, six passengers, including me. Um, This, uh, this part of town is not rapid for anybody. <laughs> so we're, okay, we're on our way now. We're on Hudson. Our next stop, according to the, uh, to the computer voices, 10th and Dewey, Northwest 10th and Dewey. Um, maybe you hear the music in the background. My seat neighbor is listening to some music. It's fine by me. As we uh, as we pass the federal building, uh, I'll just note that this is a uh, this is my neighborhood. Uh, we're going to pass Elemental Coffee, which has a Stop headed inbound. Currently, there's construction on Hudson, so very conveniently for the opening of a new bus route, 
Um, some developer has the street closed uh, so that they can do construction. I just want to say that's a construction site that's at uh, 10th and Hudson on the southwest corner. And they are bad neighbors already without even having a business there. They have blocked the sidewalk. Now they're blocking the street. Uh, it's very difficult to walk uh, to walk in that area because of their construction. They have sidewalks blocked and closed uh, without proper signage. Uh, kind of have to walk in the street to get around there. And I don't know if you've been on that corner or not, but it's it's not a very safe feeling place to walk in the street. And uh, and I'm able to walk so people with mobility devices are really going to have a challenge navigating that space so just want to shout out the developers of Oklahoma City and their almost their almost universal disregard of uh, disregard for what is best for the community uh, hang on just a second somebody is asking a question and I'm gonna try to help them out What is it you're looking for? Classen. Classen. We're going to hit Classen in just a couple of blocks. Oh. We're going to... Stop. Was it to get just to Classen Boulevard? It's just a couple of stops. Is there, is there a particular place you're going? Uh, I'm going to uh, Bethany. To Bethany? Uh, yeah, I mean, this bus isn't going to go there, but we'll, we'll be at Classen and just a couple of blocks yeah 23 buses at 23rd street do you want me to let you know when we get there okay yeah i'll let you know when we get to 23rd the new system uh change like this sometimes it's well it's confusing is uh <laughs> it's uh yeah, changes in routes can be confusing. And if you just haven't navigated this, this uh, system, it can be confusing. Uh, but it's easy to learn, I think. Uh, it's, a convenient, I mean, it's a convenient service, but this BRT could really be a game changer as far as the, uh, the convenience of, uh, I mean, we're looking for two more routes to open in the next few years. Uh, well, I say the next few years, over the next 10 uh, as part of the MAPS 4 package. Uh, one route will be northeast and one will be south. Uh, those, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I just got distracted by something. I'm on a bus, what do you expect? Um, so we've just turned on the class and Boulevard at 10th Street. Um, we'll be passing through what some service organizations like to call the Corridor of Care. I don't know if you've heard that name before, but we're passing Catholic Charities right now uh, along this part of the route. There's also public housing development for seniors. That is the... Uh, that is and uh, 12th and Classen. We're also passing Sunbeam, which has a number of services, especially services for seniors, and then Team, 
the organization team uh, passing there as well. So there's a stop directly uh, in front of the parking lot of the Homeland grocery store at 18th and Classen. And I will say for, for me personally, this is and this is where I do my main grocery shopping. So this is a very convenient to me. This is, uh, it's been what, maybe seven minutes since we left the transit center and now we're, we're passing that stop. So, uh, and there's a stop directly across Plassen from, from the grocery store as well to get back inbound. So with a 15 minute frequency, if you don't take the bus very often, I just don't know if you can grasp how much better this is uh, uh, as far as the speed of your, your trip. Um, I mean, we are already at the Gold Dome. This is not taking much longer than it would take for you in your private, in your private uh, transportation, your private car. To make this same distance, it's been about the same amount of time. Now we haven't we haven't had to stop to on board or off board. Oh, um, yeah, uh, the stop is right across the street, so it'll be stopping. But that's where you'll get off for the bus. Yeah. Well, it'll go it'll go to Rockwell, but you'll have to travel south on foot from there. If you tell the bus operator when you get on where you're headed, they'll give you a heads up to get off, okay? Um, I got distracted. I'm glad that she asked again. I would have, uh, you would have heard me uh, <laughs> make a pretty important mistake in trying to help somebody else. Um, so we're gonna make our first stop. This is at 23rd in Classen, uh, right by the CVS at the CVS parking lot. So this is where you'll want to get off. Well, you, you'll catch the bus right here, but you'll want to get off here. Um, and then you just head right over here. That's 23rd Street, okay? Good luck, have a good day. Um, uh, hang on just a moment. Um, I'm sorry, there was a slight bit of drama with a misunderstanding of how the rear, the rear door works. Um, and there's a passenger who hasn't been here before who has uh, been given instructions and she's confused as to whether or not she got good instructions or not. Uh, it is a little different. Uh, to be fair, this has replaced one of the most, if not the most, used routes uh, on, uh, on Embark's entire system, the number five bus, which used to be from the transit center up class and pretty far north, past Nichols Hills. Um, I don't recall where it ended, where it, where it turned around, because I, I never had to take the bus that far north. But now the bus will turn on Northwest Expressway. So serving that area north is a, it's a problem for Embark to solve, and I'm sure that they have their top, their top planners uh, working that out.
Um, it's probably something you should consult their website about, and I'll be asking about it uh, to make sure um, to make sure I can communicate those uh, those changes. It's always a little bit of growing pains when there are changes in the roots or uh, the stops, etc. In the business, that's called re-signing, um, and that includes at the uh, transit center some of the stops, uh, um, some of the bays change. Um, trying to think of how to describe that best. Uh, each place that the bus parks at the transit center for people to uh, to get on or off the bus. That is a those bays are each uh, uh, they're in alphabetical order uh, not corresponding to the bus number or anything like that it's just this is the bay where it's where it's assigned uh, and so with the addition of this bus route some of those assigned bays have changed and that will cause confusion for a couple of weeks I have a friend who is a bus operator in the system and she said that this week she drove a bus that that was uh, that changed uh, to a different uh, bay to disembark, and uh, and people were getting on her bus thinking it was the number eight route when it was in fact the number. Well, I'm not going to tell you what it. It doesn't matter. Um, so that caused a lot of confusion for some riders, and, and you know that puts a little bit of uh, extra work on the plate of the operator, but of course that's part of the job, uh, and it's a pretty good job. So, um, okay, we're okay. We're uh, passing forty. We just passed fortieth. Passing in Northwest Forty Second. And there's a oops. There's a stop that we just blew by. These. Uh, this is a new route, including for the operators. This is this is new for them too, uh, and so this operator made a made a slight mistake. Um, hang on, just a second. Hagen, yeah. you gonna go ahead and get off here? Yeah. You know where you're headed from here? Okay. Uh, there was a young man that. Uh, had originally, I, I was going to give him a heads up and when to get off, but he wanted to get off here and hoof it the rest of the way. <laughs> so we just discovered uh, an issue with, uh, with the new bus that I hadn't considered before. Uh, the, the stops for the BRT are constructed exactly like, I mean, they look exactly like the streetcar stops it's a platform it's higher than it's higher than the curb that you would usually wait at for a normal rubber tire bus and so there's a, a bigger shelter space there but there's also a lot uh, there there's more signage there's more stuff just stuff at the uh, at the stops and so the person who was waiting for this bus was standing toward the back of the shelter and wasn't visible to the operator and since this doesn't stop at every stop uh, if there's nobody there or nobody asking to to get off 
then then it will drive the the operator will just drive past the uh, the stop. Well, the operator couldn't see the passenger standing at the standing on the platform. Uh, there's a another passenger talking to the uh, <laughs> to the operator. The uh, passenger is not very far from where I'm sitting. I'm sitting at the back. I'm going to say that passenger is directly in the middle of the bus and is addressing the uh, <laughs> addressing the operator and that's uh, you know what? That's just uh, it's part of riding the bus. Um, so we are at Northwest Expressway at the uh, at the stoplight um, waiting to turn left. I see a curbside vendor walking that median strip uh, that used to be illegal and uh, unconstitutionally so. And you'll recall that the city of Oklahoma City lost an expensive lawsuit, spent a lot of money to lose a lawsuit about the constitutionality of banning people from stopping and standing on a median um, it cost the city over a million dollars I forget the exact figure because it's been a, been a couple of years but I just dropped my phone but it's okay you're still with me um, sorry this is a little more scattered than my uh, podcasts usually are because because I'm on public transit, you know. So we've, we've stopped uh, across from the on queue. Uh, we're at the expressway and Black Welder, and we're taking on several passengers. I see another neighbor, so that's two of my neighbors on on this bus, and then a very young uh, group of people, including a person with a small child. So um, pretty. I'm going to say pretty diverse crowd here. We've got um, a retired retired sheriff's deputy. See a, a former curbside vendor who I know who uh, works a steady quote-unquote normal job now. Um, another neighbor of mine with a, who's on a fixed income uh, is, is on here. And then a couple of working people and some young folks. And Northwest Expressway in Pennsylvania. It smells loud right now. (laughs) Somebody either has recently smoked or has some just loose flour on them. And it smells, listener, it smells delicious. So we're right in front of Penn Square Mall. Um, in between uh, in between Olive Garden and uh, Penn Square Mall uh, the next stop is actually at Penn Square Mall it's at this uh, corner at 50th uh, 50th and Northwest Expressway there's a cutout for the BRT to pull into and that is a bus only lane this portion uh, we'll see how much We'll see how much drivers kind of respect that uh, 
<laughs> in the near future. Oklahoma City drivers are not particularly good at paying attention to um, to uh, say bike lanes or bus lanes, things like that, especially when they're new. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how often, uh, especially with the holiday season coming up. Uh, I can tell you, uh, we must be early in the shopping season because the parking lot at Penn Square Mall is not full. While it is still uh, lawless hellscape as it is year-round, it's not a full lawless hellscape with hundreds of cars driving to and fro hoping for a spot to park. Um, something to note is that we just, upon leaving that stop, uh, there's a signal priority for the for these buses so the other traffic uh, on Northwest Expressway headed west was still stopped at the stoplight but the bus lane got a green light so that we can move on and not have to to merge again with the regular flow of traffic the regular flow of traffic will fill in behind the bus and that's how most of the stops, if not all of the stops, along Northwest Expressway uh, are designed. Passing the library right now, and uh, the Belle Isle Library, the newly remodeled, it's really pretty sharp looking. I haven't actually been by since it, since it reopened. It's how, it's how infrequently I come this direction. I don't drive, so there's not a lot of reason I would be on Northwest Expressway if I'm coming to this area which I like to call the Target District uh, I would take the number 8 bus no the number yeah the number 8 bus no the number 7 bus I get confused sometimes uh, my therapist is within view of here uh, here in the Target District in the, uh, our next stop will be at uh, 56th and Independence so uh, I think this is interesting for this bus route uh, that the bus will move across the lanes of traffic to turn left on Independence so that uh, we can stop at a designated stop at Integris uh, the hospital formerly known as Baptist uh, and it will forever be Baptist Hospital in my heart, such as my heart is. This, uh, this stop, I really hope this becomes highly utilized by employees. I just, I really would like to see this bus route become uh, a common commuter tool. Uh, saves you the trouble of paying, of paying for your gas and, and driving your car and finding a place to park, etc. Takes the responsibility of paying attention off of you. Uh, it's just, it's far better. The only difference is you don't get to pick the tunes playing on your speakers. That, uh, and this is better uh, than driving. I know that's my opinion and I'm not a lover of cars and many of you might be and that's uh, whatever. It's a difference of opinion. Um, uh, the, the stop uh, 
the stop that will where we'll be stopping uh, used used to be a regular rubber tire stop, and that, uh, that's not exactly accurate. There is a stop for the number. Again, I'm trying to remember if it's the number eight or the number seven. I take it all the time. It's it's the number seven. Yes. Uh, when it makes its turn to come back to May and go south, back toward the transit center, it comes down Independence um, and stops by the hospital. And so this stop is just slightly north of that stop. So we're making that turn now. Uh, there is a, a lot of construction at this intersection right now, and so the traffic is kind of backed up but we managed to get through that traffic without really too much of a slowdown and it looks like we'll be taking on a passenger at this stop so that's good and and it is somebody who appears to work at the hospital it's someone wearing wearing uh scrubs nope nope they're just out there <laughs> they're not not getting off the bus uh that's another <laughs> uh, that is another kind of uh, growing pain is that people are just standing where they would maybe normally stand to take a phone call or smoke a cigarette or whatever and the bus thinks they're waiting for the stop and then they have to awkwardly wave at the operator to indicate no no oh no 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 oh no I'm not here for <laughs> I'm not here for the bus uh Okay, so now we're turning on uh, turning on 56th Street to come back to Portland, uh, at which point we'll turn back north to rejoin Northwest Expressway. Uh, again, on this portion of the drive, we're driving through the Integris uh, campus, though in the larger sense, and we'll be crossing over the highway right now um, I want to tell you that there's another public housing site uh, right here that is uh, it's actually on 54th not not 56 two blocks south of here but this is very convenient to that uh, that is um, Crystal Lake is the uh, the name of uh, that can't be right. Uh, you know, it's been a minute since I've worked in uh, <laughs> since I've worked in housing. Candle Lake is the name of it. We're passing it right now. Uh, Candle Lake. That's across the street from what used to be Deaconess Hospital. So uh, we are we're going to turn now uh, on the Portland, and uh, the next stop will be at Portland and Northwest Expressway. Uh, something to note is that it, you probably can hear the voice, uh, the robot voice saying what the next stop is. That's very helpful. It's even with my earbuds in and the other background noise and engine noise, etc. It's not, no, don't get me wrong, it's not particularly loud on this bus. It's quieter than others, but still that's loud enough for it to be pretty hard to ignore and also at the front of the bus for uh for people who are sighted there is a 
uh, an LED screen with a lot of information on it, but specifically it says when the next, where the next three stops are and the estimated time uh, between where we are and that stop. So right now we're about to pull into the stop at Portland and Expressway and the sign says that we are due at that stop right now. We're at the light, so we're not actually in that stop yet. Um, and it says that the next stop will be at 63rd and Meridian, and we are scheduled to be there in three minutes. I just saw it change from four minutes to three minutes, so uh, maybe that will be helpful to remark at 2.40 in the afternoon to see uh, what the traffic difference is between uh, here and that stop to see how how close to directly on time we are. This 15-minute frequency is a really big deal and, and to me a, a huge game changer potentially. I hope that this is successful enough that we start having a higher frequency for the regular fixed route buses. Um, that we've all come to know and love, <laughs> the traditional buses, um, the, the traditional routes. Uh, I just, I can't tell you how convenient this feels to have gotten to this point this quickly. I don't find that any of the buses are particularly slow or, uh, you know, I, I find the frequency sometimes frustrating, mainly when the weather is inclement, but uh, that's, just, that's just my personal impatience at work. Um, but I know that that is, a, that is a hindrance for a lot of people who might otherwise take it. Maybe it's more than a hindrance, maybe it's a, an excuse for, <laughs> for some folks to not take the bus. Um, but increasing that frequency by half, uh, by the way, like the on a weekday, the bus frequency would be every 30 minutes. Um, so somebody had requested the stop, but they requested the wrong stop. So we're passing, passing that stop. We're going to see if it's 63rd Meridian. That's uh, three minutes uh, is what we're what we're scheduled to hit that stop. So I'm very curious. We're uh, we're nearing the end of the outbound route, and as far as this ride goes, we have been just you know just over 30 minutes. I think that's pretty significant. Just right around 30 minutes. Um, now where we're turning here, we're turning on to on the 63rd, I believe. It's hard for me to see from here in the back of the bus. I don't really have to see because I'm not operating the vehicle and I'm, I'm also not getting off of the bus anytime soon. But I think we're almost to the end of the route and that's pretty fast. Uh, that's about same amount of time maybe in fact maybe a little less than it used to take for me to get to um, uh, to my therapist which is at 50th and Penn uh, 
And let me just say, I'm so fortunate to get to uh, have therapy, and I really recommend therapy for everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, so taking a trip to my therapist used to take about a half an hour, and we have long since passed my therapist's building. Uh, we're more than twice as far from my apartment as the as the therapist is. So. Uh, that's just a snapshot of how convenient this is uh, right now we're passing the academy sports uh, if that is meaningful to you as a landmark it's not to me but uh, oh you know what we're passing <laughs> i recognize that building because i laid the tile in the restrooms on three floors of that uh little hospital office building so uh, yeah, that's one of my many jobs that I've had, this tile setting. Anyway, um, there's so One many apartment, so many apartment complexes here, and affordable rents for, well, they're not affordable rents, let's face it, the rent's too damn high, but uh, these are lower income apartments that we're passing, so these are high white, uh, high highly likely regular users, high utilizers of the bus. And so serving those apartment complexes in addition to having uh, convenient park and ride uh, lots along the way, that's, again, that, that's potentially a real game changer for public transit in Oklahoma City. The trick is how do we get, how do we get people to take advantage of it. I mean, I use the bus all the time, so of course I'm gonna use a more convenient bus when it happens. Uh, I see a few other people on this bus who I recognize uh, from a couple of other bus routes. This definitely has replaced a couple of, uh, a couple of needs. Um, it's not exactly the best way to say it. It's not that it's, it's replaced one route and not in its entirety, but it ties together uh, some destinations that would have taken, some of them would have taken two, like two buses to get there, as in uh, involving a transfer in the midst. Um, so we're turning right onto Meridian right now from 63rd Street. And I'll be honest, this is, a, this is a portion of town I do not know. If I was the driver, I would effectively be lost right now. <laughs> but the operator is a professional driver. Uh, I am not. Um, uh, matter of fact, I'm almost a professional non-driver. Um, passing Poncho's Liquor Town, <laughs> that's a good landmark for you. Um, and we're back at the expressway now. So, um, also want to say, just it occurs to me because I look to my right and I see the bike trail uh, that is going up to, I'm going to say, I presume to Lake Hefner. Um, and in fact, I sound super ignorant, I realize, because I don't know this part of town at all, but there's a park across the street could be actually a golf course 
kind of what it looks like to me now. But a public golf course, way to aim for the middle. Um, yeah, this uh, it's fascinating because it's, again, it's only half an hour that I've been on here and I'm in a part of town that I never go to. And you know why I never come up here? It's too far. It's too far to take the bus. It takes too long. Well, now it doesn't. Are there things up here that I'm going to come to? I have no, no idea. No fucking idea whatsoever. I don't know this part of town. If you do, maybe you'll tell me. There's a good restaurant up there that you should go to or something like that. I see uh, bronze. So I know that there's at least one good restaurant in this neighborhood. <laughs> but we are still in Ward 2 somehow. Um, and our next stop, well, the only stop it shows is Meridian and Expressway. So I have to assume the next stop is the end of the route. Um, I'm not going to keep you on for longer than that. Um, once we get to that stop, I'll wrap up. I'm not going to make you ride all the way back with me because that would uh, be a pain in the ass for you and for me. So I'll spare us both. But I see still two, nope, three, three people I know on the bus currently, and me, and then two other people, young people. I'm gonna guess, and this is totally profiling, but it's, it's a good guess on my part that these are young people who probably access services at Sisu. Um, it, I could be wrong. It's happened before. It's happened before on this podcast. So um, uh, it's not a huge ridership. But again, that's because it's every 15 minutes. If it was every half an hour, there would be more people on this bus. And hopefully, this will catch on enough that there will the ridership will grow. That there will be. Uh, like a number of people needing to take the bus uh, regularly uh, once they realize it's convenient. Uh, that goodness, that was an awkward sentence, and it's because I'm looking all over and I'm distracted. So we are at uh, Meridian and the expressway at the stop. We're about to pull out. We are uh, at. Uh, we're actually at Meridian and Lake Hefner Drive, so gives you an idea. Uh, looks like we are next to, if not in the middle of, a golf course. There's a little triangle here, and we are driving through that triangle, uh, kind of around it, to get back on the other portion of the route. I'm watching the sign at the front of the bus to see uh, to see it change to indicate uh, the turnaround. We are in fact now, we've made a full turn around that, uh, that triangle and we're headed back toward the expressway. Uh, so currently uh, the fare for this bus is free for the month of December. Fares will begin on January 2nd. Uh, 
and um, a difference be another difference between this bus and the usual rubber tire bus is that there is no fare box on the bus so unlike the other ones you won't step on and and scan a card a bus pass you will uh, uh, you'll be able to buy tickets uh, from a from an automated uh, automated kiosk at the stops uh, or at I'm pretty sure at the transit center or much more conveniently and definitely my preference is there's an app called the token transit app just in, incidentally we just passed another outbound bus as we have now made the uh, switch to head inbound we just passed one so uh, it's a pretty frequent bus but uh, I just caught my attention and thought it was worth mentioning so uh, we'll be uh, yeah in the near future uh, we'll be when we are required to pay fare uh, you can purchase your fare on this app, the Token Transit app. Uh, that you can purchase fare for streetcar rides, for bus rides, and for BRT rides. And uh, you can buy universal passes uh, for a day pass or a week. Or um, sorry a day pass, a week pass, a 30-day pass, or a one-year pass. Um, and those, of course, that value uh, increases with the, uh, the, more, the more transit you're paying for up, up front. That's convenient if you have a bank account and if you have the kind of money where you can invest money up front for more transit, uh, for more rides. Now, how will that fare be actually uh, checked? Um, I don't believe for now that operators will be requiring proof of fare. I might be corrected on this later and I'll, I'll make sure I'm correct about this, but uh, my understanding is that operators will not be demanding proof of fare as a standard operating procedure. There will occasionally, just like with the streetcar, there will sometimes be fare enforcement stepping onto the bus and checking fares um, and potentially issuing citations for fare evasion for people who, who haven't paid. However, I will say the culture of Embark is such that uh, fare is a pretty low priority fare uh, retention. Uh, and I'll say system-wide, and this is standard uh, across the nation uh, for public transit, fare retention is maybe, maybe 5% of the budget for Embark. So if you think about that, the whole budget for Embark, Northwest Expressway um, in Portland, the amount of that that is paid for by people riding is about the same amount uh, as the Thunder ownership are willing to put in on, uh, <laughs> on a new arena, 5%. Um, if instead the Thunder would put that money into public transit, we wouldn't have to charge fares again, maybe ever, honestly, if they put 50 million into it. 
but uh, there was no reason for me to bring that up except for to just be shitty about the arena because I don't want to let you forget that vote's coming up on the 12th of December. Um, a solo episode because uh, I don't have the means to record multiple people uh, on a mobile trip like this. Um, so, uh, so it's just me on the bus. We just turned on Portland, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I had to look around for signs. Yeah, we just turned back south on North Portland. So Portland. Uh, I'm gonna gonna wrap this up now. I do want to tell you there is a show coming up. It's a benefit show. Um, my friend David um, Hannon of Gonzo Lebronzo uh, put me onto this. Uh, the show is Saturday, December 16th. This is a benefit show uh, for uh, Oklahomans, Oklahomans Against Occupation. Uh, and this is specifically a benefit uh, for, uh, uh, for Palestine. Um, uh, performers include Gonzo. It's so loud. The, uh, <laughs> Gonzo Lebronzo, who I mentioned, uh, popular local band Swim Fan, uh, Nas Green, Nia Monet, and one of the greatest like people and musicians in Oklahoma City, Linka, will also be performing at that show. That is on Saturday, December 16th at 89th Street. Uh, I don't know if they call that collective anymore, but you know where I'm talking about. 89th Street, that's at 8911 Northwestern Avenue. Uh, doors will be at 7 o'clock. Show starts at 8. Um, for tickets, uh, you can... I'll, I'll post a link on Twitter, uh, and I'll keep reposting it until it's time for that show. So, uh, just want to make you aware of that. It's going to be $15 at the door, but $12 pre-sale and the proceeds will go to Oklahomans Against Occupation. So, I uh, want to shout out that show because that's a, it's a pretty, pretty important cause. I know that's not central to Oklahoma City, which is usually what I talk about, but the situation in Palestine is dire. And uh, I know that a lot of our bandwidth is taken up with that right now. So, I'm going to wrap it up with that, and I want to thank you as always for listening and thank you for your continued support sorry this uh, well i'm not that sorry but i know this episode was a little disjointed uh because again i've been recording on the new bus rapid transit route uh i really encourage you to give it a try uh whether you need to get somewhere or not if you just want to check it out and if you need somebody to go with you hit me up i'm willing to I'm willing to accompany people who, who haven't done it yet and might have some kind of nerves or uncertainty about it. So uh, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, have a great day. Uh, goodbye.